Fucking spit too legit to quit because my name's MC Hammer. Because you know how we dropping that shit. We got cheat shit, that's okay. Katie's MIA, what else can I say? ADHD crew never gonna stop. Show must go on, you know how we pop it off. Bitch, smoke a blunt, grab a beer, chill out with the homies. Shit, act like you know me right now in California. Lakers are playing. Rest in peace, Kobe. ADHD. Yes, right now. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> stop. Shit, I fuck up. I fuck up every fucking beat. So stop. Beat. Fucking stop. Man. Beat. Stop. God. I don't give a shit because we too. First two. It was good for a second, and then I fucked it up with the singing. Next time. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Next week. Stay tuned. Next week. It's gonna be great. <clears throat> yeah. Katie was. Katie will be here. She's gonna sing next week. Yeah, she's awesome. been practicing. She's been taking vocal lessons. <laughs> That's why she's not here. What happened to your vocal lessons? You you dropped them when COVID started, right? I did. That was your way out. It was my. Way That's why. Out, you, That's why you let the virus loose. I, 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 got, <laughs> I got I got COVID, bro. Nah, that's fucked up. Knock on wood. Uh, that that vocal teacher is now homeless because she. No, the vocal she, she the vocal teacher it. was whack, and I think I may have mentioned already. I wasn't really vibing on her shit, uh, but really? I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little random. She's always talking about like practice every day and bullshit. <laughs> no, she was just like, you know, you know what fucked me up is she she low key traumatized me, bro. Why? I don't know if I mentioned on my last session. Um, you know, I'm just learning some, like, it's already, like, awkward and weird, and, I mean, I'm I'm a fucking grown-ass adult, you know, not some, like, kid trying to fucking, yeah. trying to be like, I can do it, I want to be an American Idol or something stupid. Yeah. So, anyway, I was just telling you her. You were an adult her, wanting to get on American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> right, fucking a senior citizen American Idol. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um... Yeah, so I basically explained to her my whole fucking bullshit about me being a little, you know, timid and just have a, you know, whatever. And she's like a old, those old uh, broads that are just like kind of, well, you're going to have to get over that, you know. And I was like, yeah, I know. But this is like, so my second, I think my second or third lesson, uh-huh. um, somebody had showed up early for their class and uh, we were like wrapping up and she's just like, She's like there's separate rooms like she had like an upper level like um on her in her uh like townhouse mm-hmm. so the second level was where she would have her her um lessons and the bottom level was just kind of like she used it as a lobby and she's like she goes yeah hey, no why don't you why don't you just come up and she's like oh i could just stay here and she's not come up and i'm like <laughs> okay uh this is cool and she's fucking hot and you're just like god damn it like Basically, she threw me kind of into the fucking deep end, and I didn't really appreciate that. Wait, she so she had a hot girl sit in on your lesson? Uh, well, she not 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 a sit in. She came in about ten fifteen minutes early to her appointment, mm-hmm. and we were wrapping up with mine. So I still had some stuff to do with her, like some practice scales mm-hmm. and whatever we we're doing. And she just fucking she just threw me into the deep end. <laughs> you had to sing just, in front of her. 
Well, yeah, she was just trying to play it like she wasn't. She's was American Idol kind of. Oh, <laughs> this okay. girl was American Idol shit. You know, she's yeah. trying to get her shit right. For I, I don't know what she's trying to do, honestly, but. It was just a little. I got. I pussied out, man. <laughs> I mean, I w- I didn't pussy out, but I mean, I did all this stuff, and I was going through it. It was just like, it was just uncomfortable. It was just yeah. like, like you know, you know, the first time you have someone else watch you fuck, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> yeah. Jk, bro. Jk. I got to bring the vulgarity because Katie's not around. You know, I got to make up uh, for her absence. Um. So, uh, big news, man. You better be fucking hoping your, your car dies out soon because Gavin Newsom, 2035, only new cars being sold in California are electric cars. What do you think? I think he's a genius. You like it? Yeah, of course. So, I, you know. 35, that's a long time. Bro. It's 15 <laughs> years. I hope your car dies out soon. My car's not going to last another 15 <laughs> years, bro. I'm you know, already trying to flip it. I was bringing that up to Christina, and she's like, oh, we've had cars that last 15 years, and I guess that is true. It's not that crazy long. We both have relatively new cars, but around that time, maybe five years before that, we're going to be needing new cars. Uh, yeah. But I did see some people, you know, the normal people freaking out because they hate Gavin Newsom and saying like, oh, this is a whole rest of ridiculous. This is a pipe dream. This is horrible, this is the, right? This is, uh, this is great. It's progressive, bro. I like it. I know. Some bold strides. I really like it. But they honestly, they did make a decent point, right? They said, we can barely handle all of the power needs right now because people, you know, places black out or brown out as it's called or whatever. So what's going to happen when, on top of everything we already got, everyone's charging their cars, too? Shut up. What? Dude, we'll fi- what? We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Well, we haven't we'll- figured it out now, so why do you assume we're going to figure it out then? That's in 15 years, bro. <laughs> we'll figure it out in 15 years, It's the years, future. <laughs> Dude, and by the way, it's, you have to look at the wording of it. He's like, all only electric cars will be, like, new electric cars will be sold. That doesn't mean... That you have to phase out and get rid of your old car. Yeah. It means that, like, eventually down the road, you will. You, you're phasing it out. If you want to have a California car mm-hmm. and you're going to buy it new in 2035, it's just going to have to be an electric car. And I'm all right with that, dude. And you know, the way they're just going to get better and faster and yeah, faster, better. They're already faster, faster than most cars. Fucking Tesla's blown <laughs> all away. Yeah, no, Tesla's a definitely a good fucking. Like point to um to really um hang your hat on mm-hmm. as far as like an example, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're great, and this as long as we can get innovators like that, you know, we'll see. I w- I would love to get if they had a hybrid um pickup truck. I would love to get that. Do they have one yeah, that's good? Yeah, I was about to right say now? they've been had they've been had a hybrid truck. Not a not a mid size one. They have like a, a Silverado and an F one fifty, I think, that's, don't they? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know about the F one fifty, but the Silverado. I think. Uh, um. Yeah, I think they do have a Silverado, but basically, I want a Colorado, a hybrid <laughs> Colorado. Get on it. Um. Let's see. Um. Let me see. So yeah, Ford. Uh, Ford F one fifty has an electric. Um. There's also the Tesla truck. <laughs> Oh, fuck that piece of shit. I think the Ram is doing something. Okay. And then the Honda Ridgeline. There we go. That's a little bit of a... It's a bigger truck, but it looks like a Honda Accord that just got snatched in half. (laughs) 
looks weird. It looks whack. Basically. Okay. But yeah, I'm not opposed to it, man. I mean, this is where we have to go, man. Like a, a hybrid or whatever type. We got to like, mm-hmm. got to just get with it, man. And that's what he said in the thing. He's like, well, you know, because we're such a big economy that we're going to force the rest of the country to fucking move with us because they're going to want to supply California with cars, obviously. Yeah, well, there were a car culture, dude. Yeah. You know, once people like in New York, especially, um, you know, Manhattan, mm-hmm. they ain't driving. Nobody's driving, bro. Everybody is just legit just posted and taking the fucking subway and walking and being fucking, you know, active, you know, people, whatever. People are driving. The Uber drivers are driving. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be fucking electric anyway, too. Yeah, it's gonna be all. It's gonna be all like, uh, what do you call it? Autonomous driving and shit. You know what I mean? Dang, you think in fifteen years it's gonna be autonomous driving? I think in about five, maybe less. Twenty twenty five, and then nope. when you don't think so? Twenty twenty five, they're gonna be. What what's gonna be on autonomous? Well, how much are you talking here? What are you? What I'm, I'm thinking of like first off, they're gonna do freight like. Um, like big rigs, they're gonna be a thing of the past. Like having truck drivers, like mm. you know what I mean. Yeah, as a profession, it's gonna phase out pretty hard. I think they're gonna be the first ones to get hit. Second, once once they kind of prove that they can do long distances and stuff, once they hit that, I think um, I think the next one's gonna be uh, like a taxi, Uber, and I think you might even see a fucking an Apple. Apple uh, fucking... Uh, oh, they're going to get into it? They're going to get into it, too. That's what I'm thinking. They're going to be... They're going to have one of those cars that's just basically like... A phone? It's basically... <laughs> yeah. It's like a phone. <laughs> where you call it up and fucking... <clears throat> so everyone's going to get in the, on the game, mm. and eventually it's just going to be self-driving, all fucking... It's going to be Uber and Lyft and all this crazy shit. Like, it's going to be special services uh, first, you know what I mean? And then we'll see how it seeps into... Um, regular life you know i buy it but i don't think 25 that's way too fast we're so far from that right now dude are you are you serious you you, i don't know do you not know how close we are right now we're so far from that dude tesla already has it implemented in their cars yeah i know that well then why would you say that when people are going to be uh accepting of no driver at all accepting people accepting i'm not saying is the same thing as companies implementing it it's a, there's a huge difference, dude. No one's going to say, oh, we're going to Well, they can't this. do it unless they change a law because currently you can't have a car without a driver. So they have to change laws. So that means they have to change the opinions that's, of the that's people. Act, that's that's uh, not entirely true because there are test cars that are being driven around by Google currently and Apple. They must so, have some sort of special permit though, I'm sh- right? I'm sure, I'm sure they do. I'm sh- I don't know the legalities, but and it's been going on for probably around five or six years. And the way that it's the way that it's um, kind of framed up right now is, um, I think the way the way businesses, with the economy is going to be hit. It's going to be hit hard. Truck drivers are going to be like, oh, let's save money on truck drivers, mm-hmm. and they're going to. I think that's what's going to. I don't know for some reason that for to me that just seems like a little bit more feasible. Where it's like, um, you know, even though the cars uh, people do get into car accidents. Um, they're gonna find out very quickly that computers do not get into accidents. Period. Only malfunctions will happen, which are human error, and then also like actual 
other like humans crashing into robot cars. Mm. I mean, I definitely think that is going to happen, but I, I'm going to give it an extra five years. I'm going to 2030. Ten. Okay. Yeah. Because, cause, I mean, they do have to pass the laws that will allow that to happen, which I guess there will be a lot of money behind that wanting to happen, so that might rush it through. But I know gonna, there's I so many gonna, fucking... In the next few years, in the next two years, Cheech, you're going to see cars already starting, uh, what do you call it, like the beta phase. Driving They're already in off. the beta phase right now, but you're going to start seeing them in the next few years, I feel like harder and and crazy and they got stupid money amazon gets behind something yeah he's telling me they can't just buy off a fucking few politicians to get this law fucking overlooked you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i think they might be in a state of crisis where newsom might rush something for california because mm-hmm. he's like yeah then you know that was the other thing know. people were saying is that uh he's making this law changing it because um remember a few years back tesla was talking about leaving california and then they gave in something, some tax credit or some bullshit to keep him here. And people are saying this is further incentive for him to stay here. I don't know. Yeah. What is, I don't understand what the fuck's wrong with that, though. Oh, uh, yeah. How can you not be on the side of innovation right now? Well, he's kind of a piece have, of shit, like, right? He's not paying his people well. What? Like, yeah, dude. You know what? You know who also was a piece of shit? Steve Jobs. Was he? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, he's a tor- dude, he fucking he basically would he he likes talk about fucking iPhones are not assembled in Cupertino, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like this dude is exploiting, you know, fucking low minimum. Not I was like minimum wage, but low less than minimum wage. This slave shit, like pennies on the dollar. Labor. Yeah. Slave labor, he's exploiting it. They get assembled, that dude. But I mean, they put they put hold on real quick. They put nets on the outside of iPhone factories in China because yeah. people were jumping off the building and killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, my phone's lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the shit you got to pay. Look, and I'm not saying it's okay. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not because Tes- Tesla had everyone take a ten percent pay cut and this is one of the most profitable years all the employees right and then meanwhile like you know, i'm saying what a piece away. of shit it is it is some piece of shit shit but billionaire and then we're gonna find out we're gonna start exposing and this is what i want this is what i would like Bezos, exposing piece of shit expose yeah exposing billionaires for you know like aoc said something uh tripped me the fuck out and i and i didn't agree with it because the initial you know phrase of it kind of fucked with me but she mm-hmm. just goes billionaires they don't earn a billion they take it mm. so they're like basically you're at a point and i was like what that's fuck i mean do i i mean I, I got your back girl but damn and then i was really thinking about it and you're like you're right she goes no one should be a there should be no billionaires dude that's what i remember during the campaign like when bernie was gaining all this momentum he was like just like putting out all of this most liberal shit ever like everything that he could think of and one of the things he he tweeted like right near the end of his campaign was like billionaires should not exist and yeah, i was like damn shit. he's fucking just going all out because that's very anti-capitalist you know yeah of course but it is true though man mm-hmm. i mean look it, it, if the the idea of a one of of a billion dollars mm-hmm. honestly is a million's already beyond our comprehension let's look as at far this. as w- how much money these motherfuckers l- got <laughs> I don't think you. Should, I don't think you're looking at it in the right way. It doesn't matter the number because the number is arbitrary. When someone just throws around, oh, that house is only two million, 
we just were so desensitized, you know what I mean? Yeah, like on what that really means. Yeah. So check this out. You're gonna fuck. I'm gonna send you a YouTube video right now on uh, the Zencaster chat. But essentially, I'm gonna we, we could share it on our socials too. But this guy um, basically wanted to show you. Oh, the rice thing with the rice. Yes. yes. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. It's dope. Yeah, but each one of those grains of rice is the rice were uh, they represented a hundred thousand dollars. They didn't represent one dollar. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, like how insane is that? You know what I mean? And what what's the figure? I know that there somebody put a number on it where like past this certain amount of money, like you can't live any better. Have you heard that? Yeah, dude. Honestly, like, if you if you had like. Like 10, 15, 20 million. I don't know what I don't know what it is to be honest, I but forget, I will say. But I've heard the statistic before. It's like something maybe like that, and you can't. Your life can literally not get any better because that's how much money you have. And so yeah. these people have. I don't. Bill, let's see. Jeff Bezos, one hundred and seventy nine billion dollars. They're so far beyond that. It's disgusting. And then they do promises like, oh, we're going to give out $2 billion to green energy. Motherfucker, you got $179 billion. That is nothing. Right. That's, that's like literally the shit you find in your phone. Yes. That's fucking nothing. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos, $179. All right. <laughs> Let's take a look at some of these charts. Bill Gates, $111 billion. Mark Zuckerberg, $85 billion. Warren Buffett seventy three billion, Larry Ellison seventy two billion. Those are the top five right there. Elon Musk is number seven, sixty eight billion. Wow, oh. people got so much fucking money. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they. I yeah, I think you're right. Like once you get to like 10 million dollars your life can't get any better because there's right. only so much house you can buy <laughs> if you sp- only if you, so if much you spend, food you can eat if you spend a thousand dollars a day right and someone give you a million dollars how long do you think you will last a thousand dollars a day thousand dollars every day you get to spend uh, i guess a thousand divided by a million right <laughs> yeah uh i don't know how many days is that i don't know that's how you would find out <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, no, no. It was. It's about. Um, let's see. Hold on. Wait, wait. I got it right here. One million divided by one thousand. Thousand days. We're dumb. <laughs> it would be a thousand days. He would last. No, for real. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> He's like, fuck. Days. I'm bad at math. No, it that's sucks. why we're not billionaires. <laughs> for real, dude. We're like, oh, what? Uh, 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 uh. That shows um, you we don't understand the concept of how much money dude, these people it's, have. It's ridiculous, dude. I know. It's it's insane, man. So, like, look, I'm just saying you basically couldn't – you'd have, like, 700 fucking years if you spent a million dollars a day just trying to fucking spend a billion dollars. It's, like, insane. Like, you couldn't spend a billion – I mean, you can spend a billion dollars, but, I mean, like, any average person with normal means of, like – you know, you can spend a billion unless you're buying like another fucking billion billion dollar company. Capitalism is not is necessarily. I think people just are more connected now, and they understand. I mean, when we were, um, you know, pre-internet, people, you know, young people especially, 
um, could just turn a blind eye to the bad shit that was going on across the world. Mm -hmm. And I think people are just like, oh, you know, but the whole thing when I was young, it was just talking about like, oh, there's starving kids in Africa or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the thing is, we didn't really even know except for what the TV showed us on that that was, they guilt tripped you into yeah. sponsoring the kid. And it was just really weird because it's like we were able to live in this bubble. And America, just because they're so far away from everything, always has been in this bubble. Mm. And granted, oh, we're the coolest and we're the bleh, we set the tone for the world. And I don't doubt that, dude. I still think that, you know, it's, I think we do set the tone for a lot of things uh, globally. But one thing is we don't have our shit together when it comes to this unity shit. Mm -hmm. We're basically still thinking this old model works when it was broken from the beginning. And uh, a lot of people now, like I think I've talked about this a bunch of times already, but people are now, they're like, can you believe how crazy the world or how <clears throat> fucked up the world is? And I don't want to be a complete asshole, but I'm just like yo you late as fuck like it's been fucked it's been fucked up yeah. right and um it's been fucked up and it's almost like the veil has gotten like lifted of of truth you know what i mean from I, for the for i mean people. that's true to an extent but then there's so many people that have no problem with it and they have that like well, i think you've talked about too we've talked about too is like they have this delirious dream that they're going to be one of these people so it's like it's all fair in war in business war right. you know what well, i mean just you know if you work hard and you do your thing wait till then, i get my billion yeah then then you're going to i'm going to want my own fucking tax reform or whatever mm -hmm. i mean and i get it dude cuz you know everybody wants to is that's a part of the american dream um but you know that shit is uh that shit's old school, man. Mm -hmm. That shit is not like as it once was. No one cares about anyone anymore. And the only bottom line, especially for b these big companies who are publicly traded, is to make more money for their stockholders. And that's it. What do you think this this law, you can vote on it tomorrow and you can pass it, or it comes across your desk, your president, Hurtado. Right. Um, everything over a billion dollars is taxed. All of it, hundred percent. No, no, it's more. It's le it's less money than that. Any, oh, not even think, that. Yeah, like it's way. You have to wait a billion dollars. I mean, seized completely. Everything over a billion dollars is seized. seized completely. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I'll fuck with that for sure. Uh, but it would be even less than that, though. It'd be personal assets versus a company. Like a company can. I, yeah, I think but come like, on, the people are just gonna hide it all into a company, anyways, right? Or whatever, right? Yeah, but I mean, a company like something like Apple, like taking, taking, giving them one billion to operate is not feasible. They're a trillion. Oh yeah, no in. personal. Yeah, personal. Company, yeah, yeah. I was like personal income. Yeah, like I don't know. I mean, it's just that that that's the what the whole economy has been built on, and it's like I know it's like oh fuck you, commie, and I'm like I, I get it, dude. You know, this is not, you know, this is not like uh, oh. you know, what, it's a doggy dog world, bro, and. But what, what's the point of ha of <laughs> what's the point of making more than that? You know what I mean for your personal know. self because you personally can't spend it all, and you personally are basically just you know that all of these motherfuckers have been to L A. and see it's about power. It's about power. Uh, it. They're just assholes though because they, all these people have yes. been to L A. and they see all these homeless people everywhere, and they they don't give a fuck. Well, I mean, of course. The thing is, this is not something that it's, that's new. 
I know. It's this just, is a very frustrating old oldest chestnuts my friend's story that it's just getting I think people with social media are able to feel more connected to what's really happening and exposing it because the camera doesn't lie, right? But so the people uh, see videos and people but see the, stuff. According and, to Social Dilemma, they're saying the video does lie because I mean we've seen that exact thing. People watching the same video and having two different um opinions on it, opposite opinions on it. So like there's so many people that I guess have no problem with this. Because there's so many people that have no problems like, well, as long as I get mine, I don't care about nobody else. That's a lot of people's right, opinion. I think that people, not only the rich people have responsibility to give, but they're not so rich. Because poor, to me, is without nothing. Like when people say, well, I was poor, I seem like everybody black has the right to be poor now. That's not true. Poor is not just for black folks. I think that rich black people need to give to poor white folks. You know what I'm saying? And, and poor Korean people, whatever. It's not like a color. And this is for real. It's not a color thing because what's real bad, I mean, I'm going to answer your question, but to me what's real bad is is kids that, that don't get presents on Christmas. I think adults shouldn't get presents till the kids get all the presents. Because ain't that what it's supposed to be about? Even when you do turn 13 and you know there's no Santa Claus, it's still just for those years when you thought it was that made life that much more better. And and these days, like I know. Right, hold on, wait, that wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That wasn't uh, whatever. But uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, um, but. Uh, yeah, so like there's a lot of people that just have no problem with this and it's like disgusting. They have no problem with people dying. Oh, what? All right, it's the same one. This is the same video. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, I know, I know, but this is good because it's like Tupac, bro. Come on, man. You oh, that was like, Tupac? That was Tupac. Oh, Actually, yeah. yeah, that was Tupac. So it's the man right here. Here we go. You're born to a dynasty or an empire. His father's real estate fortune. Shit. I'm done. Hold on. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. This All right. Trump. Edit this out. Psych. <laughs> oh, you. I think you've played this on the show before. Uh, no, like him talking about it way in the early fucking 90s, saying the uh-huh. same shit. Yeah, basically. Um. Yeah. Anyway, go on. I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. And uh, you know what's crazy? These movies we got to watch. Oh, fuck. Nuts. Switch it up already. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Let's do it. What the fuck? All right, let's talk about which one are we talking about? The good one or the boring one? <laughs> I don't know. Which one was the boring one? Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Cuties? I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to find it, bro. Remember, big business. You want to be successful? You want to be like Trump? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Push, 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 push. Step, step, step. Crush, crush, crush. That's how it all is. And it's like nobody ever stopped. Just, you know, I feel like Instead of us just being like, slavery's bad, slavery's bad, bad whitey, bad whitey. I mean, all right, let's stop that. And everybody's smart enough to know that, I mean, we've been slighted, and we want ours. And I don't mean by, like, uh, ours, 40 acres and a mule, because we passed that. But we need help. I mean, for us to be on our own two feet, us meaning youth or us meaning black people, whatever you want to take it for, for us to be on our own two feet, we do need help. Because we have been here. We have been a good friend. If you want to make it a relationship type thing, we have been there. And now we deserve our payback. It's like you got a friend that you don't never look out for. You know, you dressed up. All right. I need to do a few production. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. These movies. Hey, these movies. What's up? Uh, Cuties. Let's talk about it. Fucking yeah. cuties. Let's see. Cuties came what, out. What are the ones we had to watch again? Cuties and Reservoir Dogs. That's it. We, oh, nice. It was a light nice. week. 
Um, nice. Cuties came out 2020. It's a French film. Um, 2.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and 68% on Metacritic. Wow. <laughs> Where do you land? You, you going IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, or Metacritic? I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? I'm, I think I'm on Metacritic. I'm at 60, 60s percent. Mm-hmm. Because, so, um, I don't want to talk the whole story of this movie, but basically it's about a little girl who's um, Senegalese and Muslim living in France and very, you know, her family's traditional. And uh, she sees these girls that are very modern and very, like, hip-hop influenced and they're no they, they don't that's not that's not true they're just dancers they're dancers and they're the part of the cool they have a little click oh she yeah wants to be but a part of it. what are they dancing to hip-hop right i don't know i mean i, I would so. assume so what, what kind of music da- was it? i don't know i don't think they were dancing to hip-hop bro. <laughs> well, what do you call it just dance music <laughs> okay dance music then <laughs> whatever awesome. modern very modern you know not traditional fucking muslim obviously and they're dancers they're in a dance troupe and they want to be the best dancers and she thinks they're so cool she wants to be a part of them and she just starts misbehaving to get in with these cool kids mm-hmm. right it's basic plot of the story um as the the main character is this girl named amy this is the senegalese girl and uh, she kind of becomes friends with them through one of the girls who lives in her same building, this girl named Angelica. And um, so when the movie started, I think I was I was into it. I like it was good. It was a little slow because at one point I was like, how long have I been watching this? And it only had been like 20 minutes. So I think that was my pretty much biggest complaint with the movie. It was uh, for me, it was a little slow. Slow. But uh-huh. I but I did like it in the beginning. And we'll talk about what happens later in the movie, but that's why I feel in the beginning. What'd you think of the beginning of this? Beginning of the movie? Yeah. Um yeah. Or like I the first it half. Good. It wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. No, what'd you think? I don't know what I thought. Honestly, I mean I thought it was French, so I thought it was gonna be a little bit more like avant garde and conceptual. There was a little bit of that. There is some of it. Because, I like, I would give them that. her dress started bleeding out of nowhere at one point, right? Remember that? Yeah. And there was a couple other, like... But it was plot-driven. Like, I was thinking that, um, I don't know, it just seemed based in... I, I, for some reason, I thought, and I had and I wrote it down because, like, I basically wrote down the idea for the movie I thought I was going to see. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that would be a good idea for a movie. I thought this was this. You I know thought this mean? was the sexy kid movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what people were advertising it as, really, or what people were saying it was, which was why all controversy. People thought this was like, well, it was. let's watch it these kids that. be sexy. It, it was, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't in a in a cynicism kind of like scenario, right? It was a very real story. Yeah, like it wasn't like when I say like conceptualized, like there was no idea or machine behind, like you know. Uh, like behind the girls doing this stuff is it was a very real story i thought it was like almost like a farm where they had like kids doing social media like basically teaching them how to do social media and farming out like these basically clickbait shit for a company that was trying to get likes or something you know what i mean like i don't know what i just what are you talking about yeah 
That's what I, that's what I thought it was. Oh, that's what you thought the movie was about. Oh, yeah, I see. That the movie was about about like social media and getting like girls oh. to post on social media and then to get likes and and someone was behind it. Oh, no, no. So no, I thought no. there was like this whole idea behind mm. and the, like I thought dancing was just like a like basic how someone can get hooked into their bullshit, mm. you know what I mean? No, so so it's actually yeah like you're saying it's a way more down earth story it's just yeah. about this little girl who wants to be accepted by these cool kids and it starts off this little girl's a little bit of a thief right the main character you see her st- stealing uh, yeah, beads she's, in the beginning thief. and then she straight up steals a cell phone yeah and that be- but it's more than just a cell phone right i mean it's a gateway to a whole world that you don't even know about you know what i mm-hmm. mean and it's it, look. I love the story. Period. I'm gonna say it. I love the movie. Period. Uh, there's really nothing about it that I didn't uh. really. I, I mean, I wasn't like it. Look, is it my favorite movie? No, I just thought it was an interesting take. It's an interesting point of views. Uh, I think. I think the mm. the content was very real. Like as far as like, I felt what they were really trying to say. Okay. I I. I w- I guess I wonder exactly what they were trying to say. Um, so in the end, people kind of want to just be uh, accepted, right? And yes. when you're a little kid and impressionable, I imagine you've had a few moments in, in your time to be like, if I do this, then this person's going to notice me, whether it be like a like a cool mm-hmm. click or whether it be a girl mm-hmm. or whatever you thought was cool at the time. You went out of your comfort zone as a, a preteen, mm-hmm. right? Like to kind of s- start testing the waters as far as like, who am I, you know, and w- and what do I like, and um, start exploring that that part, the other side of yourself. So I I personally thought it was a great. I was like, wow, this is really has some in depth teeth. There, there, you know, Amy's character is very like coming from a strict family and. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that can be real. You know, a lot of people can relate to that, and just you know how how bad how badly she wanted to fit in, and um, it's really not that. And the thing is, we know as adults that in the grand scheme of things, those moments are though they are important, they're not worth it. They're not. Sometimes, yeah, you can put yourself in in difficult situation just to be accepted, which she does, right? Because so the way she gets into their friend group. Is because at the beginning the girls were total <laughs> little cunts. They were awful, weren't they? Yeah, they're they're little bees. They're fucking awful. And um, I'm not gonna call little girls. Oh, sorry. They're, they're not real bastards. people. They're, they're, I'm not gonna they're, call them bitches either. They're little bees. Okay. <laughs> they're characters in a movie, so I can call them that. Um, <laughs> and she wanted to be a part of them, so she s- steals the cell phone, and that's kind of a, her way in because they need somebody to film them because none of they're all they're 11 years old, so none of them have cell phones yet. Yeah. And they use her phone to film them so that's how she starts the friendship up and um i and there's four of those little girls and i thought it was fucked up the story with the 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 chubby girl how they kind of like kicked her out of the group and uh and basically replaced her with the black girl i know it's fucked up but like let's just be real shit like that just goes down and that's just the way it goes Mm -hmm. down like it's it's people. Kids are fucked up. I forget what like, was the real reason. Oh, because she turned on the camera while they were talking to that boy, right? I guess that was um, the reason. Didn't she? Didn't she get caught making out with some boy or something? Like I don't know why I thought that was. I think it was when they were t- video chatting. I can't they were video chatting with some girl, some guy that they all had a crush on, some older kid, 
And um, she turned on the camera when Angelica was looking at it, and then he knew oh, that it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, "You're yeah, a bunch of little kids. Get out of here!" And she, they that yeah. was the end of their friendship for a little while. Well, you know, I think so. I emotional bunch. What did you think? Because I think it was a little bit much with the way they filmed these little girls dancing and shit. Honestly, I I, I, I see what people's problem with it was because right, you're getting you're getting blood flow i get it you can control yourself no why are they why do they need to i mean because there was long scenes of them dancing uh provocatively and so much mm-hmm. so that later on in the movie when they're performing their big performance people are in the crowd are like confused slash disgusted some of them liked it but some of them were disgusted because they were dancing very hypersexualized and I understand that that was the point, but yeah. they shot it very like long. It was long scenes of them dancing and long scenes of them filming them on like their butts and their legs and their, t- right, you know right. what I mean? So I, I think, think Amer- it was, I think, I think in general, a bit America, much. America has a bit of a hang up when it comes to certain things. And I'm not saying the French kids people, have, <laughs> um, no, no, filming it's just like kids sexually. No, no. <laughs> See, the thing is, is that you there's a big line in the sand, and that line in the sand comes from your 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 perch of where you live and how you've been raised, in America, America's culture. What are you saying? Yes, they were filming these girls' butts doing like they were they weren't like extreme close up on butts. Yeah, they there was. Some, they were getting tight shots, no <laughs> doubt. They were tight, but the, <laughs> so tight. <laughs> So what I'm saying is, all right, so for example, like a, a, a woman, a French woman doesn't automatically not be sexy after a certain age. Like she still is considered like, um, it, it's like sexuality. I'm not saying look at that little pe- little kids should not, should not be like thought of as sex objects, but these are young women who are trying to find their place in the uh, world. They're not right? even young women. They're 11. They're not even pre-teens. 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 They're, I wouldn't say that's a woman, young woman. Okay, they're preteen, they're, but they're trying to find themselves in this world, right? Yeah. So look, the thing is, I I did. I'm not saying I didn't. My, like, oh my god, I needed to see more of it. I think what they shot was enough for a to get the point across. I don't think it was. You don't think it yeah, was too I, much I, to I, get the point across? I think no, they could have. I don't. Why? I don't think so. I don't think so. So you because think if they just show showed the, them dancing sexy for maybe. 20 seconds as opposed to three minutes? I, I No, dude. I, th- I, I, don't, I didn't see a problem with it personally. And it wasn't because I thought these girls were sexy or like I wanted to see more of their butts. It was, it's not, it's not, a, <laughs> it's say, not like a different, well, what? I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I know, dude. Is it, oh, because why? Why, you think they were? No, I'm saying they, they, they really sexy. do sexualize the kids in this movie. They really do with the camera, with the way they shot them, and I don't think they yeah. sh- needed okay. to I, I, to make get the point across. We get it. We get what they're doing. Yeah, but it's a French film, so they just have broader. It's a different, it's, it's a different culture. It's just like, for example, when you, I, I mean, that was the other other example was pretty poor. I'll try to do a better one, but and I'm not saying it's okay but what I'm saying is it's just different okay uh-huh. but and it's different because by america standards we have a problem with pet with the word pedophilia it's a trigger word for people and I'm not saying it shouldn't be 
You're what, walking what? a dangerous line, bro. I know, and I'm walking it. Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. Like, I'm, so what? Listen, I'm we have saying, a look, problem I'm, with fucking kids, but, you know, <laughs> no, I think we should lax I mean, on I'm, that a little bit. <laughs> I'm, no, dude. I'm saying that you're seeing it through that lens. Yeah. You are. You. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. It's a little pop, but maybe I am seeing it through that lens. But you are. Does that mean it's you wrong? Are it. Yes, it means. So that you're saying automatically kids, French people are right, I, just because they're French no or right what? Or, there's no right or there, there's no right or wrong. I'm just saying is that it is what it is. You felt it was it crossed the line, and I feel it. I didn't. mean, I didn't think it was like disgusting. Like, oh, so wait. <laughs> I love how we're just trying to catch the other person being a pedophile. Uh, to, to catch a predator. <laughs> we're trying to catch each other. Um, I'm not saying that it was like extremely like out of bounds, like this should be destroyed film, but I'm saying like there's a, there's also in. There, it needed to push that line because if they didn't show them sh- like dancing that crazy. Several those, times. Fa- those faces. Those faces that they made in the crowd wouldn't have been justified. And by the way, I think they went a little too much with it personally. What? I think they went a little too much. Like the, the way everyone was disgusted like that. You're just like, like I get it. It's just, but it's like, what? I, like, see, the thing is, the difference in, if, if that talent show happened in America, yeah. everybody would be like, ah, yeah, don't, don't boo them. Encourage them. They're little young kids trying to, True. you know what I mean? Like. So it's just it's such a weird situation because we see it from a different lens. <clears throat> uh, so the example I was going to bring up is there's two versions of the movie The Professional, Leon the Professional. Yeah. Have you, you seen that movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. So there's a few scenes where Natalie Portman and Jean Reno, the fucking the 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 two leads in the movie, they have some pretty or in the American version already, some pretty intimate stuff for a little kid and a grown ass man to be involved i know it's my desktop (laughs) (laughs) so that being said there's a there's a version in the uk it's a little different okay i've seen it and there's a little extended scenes and there's a little bit more sexual tension between them instead of like Mm -hmm. cutting away to this stuff they really hold on these things and i'm not saying that it's okay right i'm not saying pedophilia is okay I'm not saying you should do that. Yeah. But you know, but we have a different outlook on what that means. We have a very sensitive culture who just basically on the people haven't seen it and we're already talking about it. The press was that it was like it was marketed as such. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a the, because people oh, there's no bad press in, in America. It's just all True. press is is good press. So they're just trying to get people talking about it. Mm-hmm. So we've already came we came in with that lens, but the fact is that it's a foreign film. It holds a whole different weight because it's a different culture. Not saying that it's correct. It's just not American, you know. Yeah, but there is such a thing as like just getting is this getting, American as apple pie. <laughs> no, just getting the point across with uh, you know, hitting the line nicely. Like, oh, okay, I got the point across. I don't need to go beyond that and. They get excessive it. with it. I, I think they I did. I don't think they did. I think I they, think did. they <laughs> did. But at what point? What, what point did you be like? Okay. Oh, uh, when uh, it was like the awesome. third or fourth scene of them showing them like in skimpy outfits dancing. I, I think, like I, we don't I, need I don't, three don't, or four dude, they, scenes they, of it. Dude, they really did go in the end. They went hard at the end. And I was gonna hope you're gonna say at the end, but the third or fourth scene, they're they're showing the moves. But the fact is, the way you're looking at them is just 
You're, no, the like, third or fourth one was like that last one. The first it? one. Huh? The first one, the one when the fucking when when the girl was dancing <laughs> in her laundry room, they already started filming them that way. Yeah. That's true. So it's just like you're like, oh, this is weird, and then it was weird know. that first scene because they show the way they introduce Angelica is Amy goes to the laundry room of her building, and you see like just the back of this little girl Angelica. But honestly, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. At the beginning of the, you don't know who it is, right? You don't know if it's a little girl, and then you're like watching the scene for like. This was my impression. I was watching the scene for 30 seconds and then uh, you like I started to realize, "Oh shit, this girl is like fucking 10." And then she finally turns around and you're like, "Oh yeah, she is 10." But they oh, shoot so her in 11. a way that as if she was an adult. I was I would say. Yeah. Um yeah, I like the movie a lot. It gives a nice thing, a nice thing where it's like women where girls are just trying to find like like it it played in the phone was such a thing too cuz when yeah. the when when the brother or whoever the fuck that guy was uh, found it yeah. or found that they stole that it, she just okay, at all cost and this is about the social dilemma too, right? That made no fucking sense, honestly. I didn't get that either. I it, honestly it's so, a lot. The second, first half of the movie, this is what I was going to say. I liked the first half of the movie. I thought it was a little slow. The second half of the movie went a little too fucking crazy. I think it was very exaggerated and it stopped being normal, uh, like a realistic story to me. Because, so at the point, she stole her cousin's cell phone and he finds out about it. Oh, yeah. And she steals it back from him in a struggle and hides in the bathroom with the phone. And at this point, she's already been like posting pictures of her selfies and like, you know, trying to be sexy for Instagram or whatever, right? So she's hiding in the bathroom. He's banging on the door. For some reason, I don't know what, and it's never really explained what her thinking is. She takes her pants off, her panties off, and takes a picture of her vagina and it's posts her underwear. it. Underwear, Jesus, dude. Don't sexualize her with <laughs> whatever. panties. Whatever. That's what they're called. Anyways. Oh, it's underwear. Um, I have no idea why she did it. There's never an explanation to why she well, did it. I mean, if you and it really makes no it, fucking she, she, sense. It's it's really interesting some of your opinions on this because you don't really. It's just you well, don't. Really why did see she it do through it? The lens. She's out of control, dude. She's looking for accept. <laughs> what? Well, how is that gonna get her acceptance? The thing is, is that you're looking through it through a different lens, bro. You're not thinking of how someone, because so for you to think how crazy that thing is, and with all the evidence and storyline that you have prior to that, you put that together into someone was in a really bad place and wanted attention and just just really starving for that. And and really, you know, the moment she started getting all the likes, she started really breaking up. And then all of a sudden she became popular and she was like that it girl for like a moment. Yes. You know, right before um, this, right before before this, they show her going into school. She's already one of the friends group. She started dressing like them, like revealing clothing. And everyone was like, Oh shit, she is the shit. Strippers dance. She's watching all these fucking, Mm -hmm. you know, videos that are for adults and just very, they're dancing very salaciously moment right before the vagina picture scene. She is like, she gets everything she wants and she is accepted and she is the it girl. Okay. Now explain to me, what you think her motivation was to do that i think that it's putting a lot of value like on the fact that that's what that's what guys want and that's what this is what the guys want from us or this is what society wants us to be is like she's trying to find that right she's trying to find ace acceptance she already had it 
yeah, but she's lose, but she lost it because she with, without the phone, she realized like she she was confused about a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. she had it, but she was gonna lose it, and that thing meant so much to her that she just did. And there was so much abuse going on in the home, so much stuff going on. Abuse, abuse in the home. School. There wasn't a bunch yeah. of abuse at the home. What are you talking are about? You shitting me. Her mom loved her, took care of her. They just made her do chores and shit. Typical fucking immigrant shit. Like, oh, you got to cook for your dad's uh, wedding. <laughs> but what was the abuse? Where was the abuse? I don't know. I, I, maybe. I, I thought, I don't there was know. abuse at school. There's abuse at school. Maybe like the, whatever. I mean. There was no abuse at home in this movie. I don't know. There's, you can't say no abuse. I, I mean, crying. other than being. I mean, that's not categorized as abuse, but they were very, uh, you know conservative so they didn't want her doing they wanted her well, doing a, the, the shit the traditional way i guess yeah that's abuse bro that's not abuse yeah it is um, <laughs> anyone who grew up christian is abused yeah <laughs> okay for real no you're, tell, you're, tell me, tell, you're stretching right, so because you anyone. threw out the word abuse you're like oh yeah definitely <laughs> okay all right fair there enough. was none and I, well to say there's none is there was is none not, what it's subjective because it's subjective give what me an example abuse? of abuse abuse is uh her parent hitting her or being super mean to her she the what the mom wasn't it she just wasn't she loved her the she grandma her. how about the grandma her too she said you're gonna co- help me cook all right that is not abuse okay so there's no abuse so what so now going back to you just because she thinks she all thought right. that was like a desperate act so she, so she was uh to she retain was, she um, was abused religiously. <laughs> Good well, no, she was all right. She was what? She had a religion that she, you know, it was so weird too. When she was in in church or whatever the fuck you call that shit, mosque, I guess. Yeah, and then she was like watching TV or watching the the uh, phone while everyone was praying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, look, dude. Basically, regardless, that she got, she has a, she has like. There's a lot of problems. She's trying to find herself. She's trying to get attention. She felt she was going to lose the thing that meant so much to her. She put so much meaning on, just like kids do. Dude, when you're that age, everything uh, is so dramatic. I, everything is so I, the end of the world. You know, I don't know. I don't totally know agree, been. but that is most people don't do that. So maybe they're well, showing the, an the, extreme. The, uh, come on. Most That's people don't point. do that. I know, dude. And that's then, so weird and to then say. she goes it's so forward. Weird to say. It's so weird to say that most people don't do that. I'm trying to exp- like, yes, of course, they're showing the story of somebody. That's, and but that's be like, why I'm that's saying that's weird. Most people don't do that. And I go, that's not how you judge a movie. You don't I mean, judge a that movie is true, like that. but it doesn't. It's at a certain point that does becomes unrealistic because that almost rarely happens. It's a movie cheat. The movie's supposed to be realistic. You said it yourself. It's supposed to be like a slice of life. So if you're looking at it in that perspective, shouldn't it be feel real? When you're watching it's it? All, it, yeah, but the thing it didn't is, feel the, real at a certain point because she did that. She posted a picture of her vagina. She straight up pushed the fat girl <laughs> into the river, <laughs> and that was also just so she can run and and take her spot in the competition. So so, so yeah, like so. I think they were going we, for a very see- realistic movie, and they went way too far with it, and where to the point it didn't. It wasn't realistic anymore. That's what I felt. So about a, mo- the a movie, half. a movie needs to hit a certain amount of points for me personally, and for it to feel real, that does not mean that it like this movie felt real because there was moments of truth, and the way they showed it via the medium of movies. But because it is a movie, 
it's not set in like it's not set in stone is what i mean is like they're showing you this specific story mm-hmm. and once you're kind of in there and you and you get real moments that these people are, are real people right yeah. then you're then you get a lot of liberties of like telling this unique story because i'm sure you may have a few stories or maybe not maybe you're somebody in your family might of just a random some random shit that just happened and you can say well that's not normal and they're like well they're telling you a story about a specific person yeah so it's like it's just i don't know what else to say is i was along for the ride and yeah there was moments that word that get hyper hyper realized because they need you to understand it from the point of view of where they're telling the story from. So these hyper moments of when they saw when she saw the cool girls, these really close ups of like their accessories and just how glamorous she saw them as yeah. was a moment. So there's a moments that's it's not always real, but you're seeing the perspective and you're getting the point of what they're showing you through these images, right through movie images mm-hmm. of of someone's story. So yeah, I mean, it was it's not like so. I was along for the ride, is what I'm saying. I didn't judge it on that merit. I didn't think it was overly salacious. It was definitely walking the line. Yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah, the, yeah, the, the tight shot on butts at the end was probably like enough. So they finally. But, get to that last dance scene where they get to the competition. We didn't even say that we you didn't even mention the competition or anything. Yeah. They enter a competition and they end up going through a routine that Amy made through watching these YouTube videos with the phone. Yeah. She came up with this routine. She was showing she the, showed the girls how to fucking how to dance. How to she's fucking, been practicing. Uh, cronk See how important that was to her though is that she fucking saw these girls dancing and she took it upon herself in her own time Learning to, to dance. dance. Yeah, and you're just like, so she's like, oh, well, you can't dance. She's like, well, actually, I can, and I can See, dance fucking hot. All of the things I saw these older bitches. What you're talking thing. about is proving my point that they already got the point across that this is really important important to her. So I think when you keep on going farther and farther, we already got it. We understand. We're not idiots. You know what I mean? We don't need to keep on going further and further and further, and to the point where it seems it becomes a little ridiculous. Yeah, but because we know you're only, we get you're only, it. You're, yeah, you're only speaking from your from your point of view of how you're seeing it. Some people it takes a little bit more. Some people things they get different things from the movie themselves. So they're obviously this is a work of art, and this is like somebody trying to tell the story. So you're along for the ride, is what I'm saying. There's a moment where you have enough trust in a movie for me. Yes, where but you, isn't there like a moment where you ever? I mean, just because you got the trust in the beginning, you can never lose that trust? Yes, you can, but they didn't I lost lose it, it for me. Yeah, they didn't lose it for me. So anyways, they get to the last dance scene, and right, she pushed they, they the fat girl. The <laughs> she pushed the fat yeah. girl in the river, and then she took her spot. And it was like so last minute that they were, because they were not friends at this point. And they were like, okay, come on, let's just go. So they go up and do the dance, and they show you the dance routine almost in full. And... It is like super. Uh, that scene actually was a little like creepy <laughs> to watch. It was weird, didn't you think? What? Like the actual s- s- dance competition at the very end? Yeah, it was weird because they didn't have enough people to make a crowd out of it, and it was really like really sparse, like uh, like as far as the crowd. And then the way they shot it towards the end, they were pushing the line there. They were yeah. really selling the sex there. They're the showing places, like their face, I, like they're re, they're like putting their pinky in their mouth and like doing like freaking. Um, but but you got to admit that even though they were doing and 
doing everything to how they saw it in the video or however the routine was. It wasn't, it, it had a, a, like, were these, they didn't really understand what they were doing. Not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I under- didn't understand yeah. what those, what the, how you move your hips and what that does, the way they shake their butts and the way they put their fingers in their mouth. They didn't really, they don't understand it because they're innocent. They're just copying. Right. They're just what they copying. Think is cool. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't, because there was no intent behind it. And I think that a lot of people, towards the end, that's the reason why you're just like, whoa, like you see these girls making these young uh, girls, they're just doing these dances and you're like, it's not. Like, I didn't, like, it was just, I see what they did there, and I, like I said, they towed the line, and they walked that line, uh-huh. but it didn't go too far to be like, all right, enough. It was pretty I, pretty damn far, like, because it was a long scene as well, what, I thought. It was long. It wasn't, like, uh, 30 seconds and over. It was long, it seemed like. Long and hard. Uh, <laughs> Hello, sexy. And um, so the ending of the movie, basically, I don't know if people are going to watch it or not, but... She, during that big dance, she realizes, I, I am assuming that, like, she shouldn't be doing this, and she's totally sold herself out. So, have you ever came to, did, did that, where you where you kind of just realized that, man, like, I shouldn't have done all that, that was not worth it, or something when you were yes. younger? Yes. So, the, I mean, like, you know, that, I think it was a cool thing to tap into, and I got, and I, and I felt that. Yeah. And I like that moment too because that was like the that was the you know her turning point in the movie where she f- realized what she had been doing was wrong, and right. um, then they show her briefly at the end and she's kind of a mix of what she was and what she want was trying to be because she dresses up a little bit more, I guess westernized and um, but not the extreme like crop top and like. <laughs> crazy sexy outfit like the like the other girls are so she kind of like discovered herself at the end of the movie that's what i got from it at least yeah yeah definitely as much as a young girl can you know what i mean and she understands a little bit more about herself and you know some people have these tendencies to get obsessive i don't know if you've met anybody who has like an obsessive personality or maybe a super narcissist but they're basically at the beginning of this pre pre pubescent like time in their lives and they are making everything super dramatic that it needs to be because it is that's all they have in their life and this is all what it means and they're finding something new and it's Mm -hmm. confusing and you don't know what people want from you know you're growing hair Mm -hmm. in weird places and you're starting to people are you know men and dudes are being fucking whatever and your friends are starting to Mm -hmm. develop around you it's all weird time it's all weird time so that being said it was a good movie. I, what, I have one more question, though. So what do you sure. think? Um, because I felt it was a little maybe unclear, but maybe not. What do you think they were trying to say about the actual dance aspect of like them dressing slutty and dancing? Know, what were they trying to the, say? I don't think that was the heart of the message. I don't think that was the heart of the movie. I think I'm not really saying it was the heart of the movie, but I you don't think the movie had any opinion on it either way or about dancing? About dancing and dressing and having children dance this sexualized way. Yeah, that that wasn't what I got from the movie. I think that was just a sub a sub part of like a, the dance part is just like a nice element, like a vehicle for the acceptance. So you don't think it it really they no, took a stand either way? I, I don't think they did at all. I mm-hmm. actually, I just, I know there's like. I think you might be right because while I was watching it, I was like, they're not really making it clear what they're trying to say about this aspect of it. 
they're not. Yeah. They're, it, it's more like, um, honestly, it's just like anything else a young kid would obsess about, whether it be T-ball, football, soccer, I don't know, whatever. This is They basically used this as the vehicle for acceptance. Mm-hmm. She saw something she liked. She wanted to be a woman. She was. She's going to be a woman. And she was just, through technology, blurred her through social media and technology and, and having mm-hmm. a phone and access to this. It really bent her psych, her her psychology, yeah, and it messed with her, yeah, in a way where it, it it propelled her a few years forward that she was ready for. So that's what I got from the movie. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't about the dancing. It wasn't about Mm-mm. like zooming in on their butts. I knew where the where but the heart they did was that. at. <laughs> <For> <laughs> I sure. know, I know, but it wasn't about that. <laughs> no. But it was yeah, in maybe there. for some people who have a little bit of a hang up low key in the closet about fucking their pedo <laughs> life, but that's not that's not what I got from it because I, so I knew what it was you're about. You're saying like everyone who wrote an article this week, everyone was saying the same shit. Like this shit yeah, is kind of crazy. I think, I think I think low key they have a little dance with the with the pedia light, you know. I don't I don't think so. Anyone who criticizes it or thinks that it's, um, I think that's a little dismissive to say anyone who. Thinks that they went too far is uh, secretly a pedophile. I think that's a little <laughs> ridiculous to say. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I admit it. Yeah, I think it. I uh, that's what I felt about the movie. Uh, overall, I thought it was a little slow. Like it was only an hour and a half, but f- for me, if it felt yeah, a little it, bit longer, it flew. It flew for me. I was in it. Oh, I felt. I, I I knew the character. Mm-hmm. You know, they set you up. And it actually, at the very, very beginning, was slow for me. Okay. Like the first, like, 15, 20 minutes, I was yeah. like, ugh, it's yeah. not what I thought it was. I'm going to have to fucking buckle in and just fucking do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, just do it. Got big dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> you got to stop with those jobs, dude. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, but it was, yeah, it's, once I kind of got the idea and they started okay. introducing those uh, those hot little girls... <laughs> I was like, (laughs) (laughs) no, once they started introducing more characters and you see what's at stake, popularity, acceptance. Yeah. Basically, you're not, you feel like a little bit outcast in your own family. You don't Mm -hmm. feel like you fit in with them because they're so strict and you're trying to technology and people. And and I, I understood that right. Not right from the bat, but like about 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what it's about. It's not about the dancing. Yeah, it's not. It's really not. Yeah, it's I, about this woman finding herself. So this young. I liked it. I liked it. I didn't love it. I thought it was a little excessive. Yeah, I liked it too. I don't love it. I, do you love it? No, I don't. You said you loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Many I times was... you said you loved it. I think you even said. I think you we're said so that fucking, too. We're so immature. I don't care. Um, we're just like you love it. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> But for real, I recommend it. I think it's a good movie. Is it great? I don't Spit know. In my mouth. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I what, it thoughts? wasn't. Final it thoughts? wasn't. It was. I liked it. It was slow. Pa- pass or play? Huh? You recommend people pa- pass on it or play? I it? think people just. The only really reason to watch it is just because so you can have your form your own opinion on it, and okay. and plus those tight shots. They were so tight. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I think you should play it. I think you should guys should check it out because it's a nice commentary, you know, on what's happening. I think just you so know. you can know what what we talked about and have <laughs> tell us what your own opinion is. All right, I, cuties, that's it. Cuties, cuties on Netflix streaming now. Hella sexy. Okay, <laughs> damn, dude, we're fucking going deep. 
Yeah. Dude, this is like stupid. Hurry up. <laughs> I'm right. gonna finish this, all right? All right, next Reservoir movie. Dogs Dope. All right, bye. What's the next movie? Bye. What'd you say? Reservoir Dogs is dope. Oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Reservoir Dogs. You know you're gonna talk about Reservoir Dogs. You, ne- you never you have never to. you never seen it before. No, I have seen it before. A long time oh, what? ago. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it before. Um right. we really wanted Katie's take on this. Yeah, I did want Katie's take, so it's it sucks she's not here, but we'll still hear it eventually. Um But I I had forgotten a lot of it. I mean I kind of knew like the broad strokes of like the surprises and all that. And I what I really liked watching it again, because probably a lot of people listening have seen it too, but what I really liked is how far away they shot this thing and how long the scenes were. Mm. It was just like so minimalistic. And obviously the whole thing takes place in a warehouse for the most part. And I just thought the acting was really good. It was just long scenes of them talking in a warehouse with, you know. Yeah. All right. That's what I thought too. See you next week. (laughs) No. Jesus. Sorry. We just went too long on the first one. But I have to get your opinion on something, right? So. Yeah. I watched this with Christina. Oh, shit. And granted, I will say, as far as Quentin Tarantino movies, the beginning is not as, like, crazy high energy as the rest of his movies are. Or a lot of What? I don't... Because the scenes are so long. Isn't it start off with the, the dude, dude getting, getting shot? shot in the back seat of a car? Well, the first scene... There's a long scene of them oh, at the a diner, diner first. The diner, right? The diner scene is the first scene. And it's just talking. And that's kind of what... Yeah. She said, she's like, oh, this is so much dialogue in this movie, which is true. <laughs> There's a ton yeah, of dialogue. That was not even the beginning of the, that was like the pre. Because yeah. like after they do the, the, the slow motion walk, mm-hmm. right? And then the credits roll, that's the intro. And then the movie starts. I, I can kind of, I understand what she's saying because they're talking about shit like that seemed, the whole Madonna thing. And then they talk about like some 70s songs. Like if you have no attachment to that, maybe those that those topics don't land very well. It makes sense. It may, it makes sense because the you know who gives a fuck um, about Madonna anymore? You know, totally. Unless and you that, were alive back of the then. times. That's the sign of the times. If you don't know Madonna and you don't know about her Papa Don't Preach era, yeah. Um, then, <laughs> yeah, that whole shit. Like you know what I mean? Like it's um. So I don't it, blame her dated. for being a little disinterested in that whole. That was scene. literally the first like five minutes. It was kind of funny. I liked it. I, I don't mean, tip. I like, like it. Why don't you tip? And I like the the tipping thing. Yeah, that's classic. I told her like this scene's pretty classic Tarantino right here. Uh, well, it's classic Tarantino in a way, and this is this is for just cinephiles. Yeah, this is not for fucking whatever. And um, there's a iconic uh, scene that he ripped off, I guess, or everyone ripped him off even after that. But the dolly shot going around the table. Oh. So the shots going around where it's like it's moving constantly where you see someone's face mm-hmm. and then you immediately see someone's shoulder in, in like the foreground and then it cuts to black because you're behind their head and then it cuts to so somebody suppose, else. So, so that's his thing? Well, he it's, it was a uh, – yes. It, I would like to say it's his thing, but I'm pretty sure he stole it too. You know what he I mean? He probably saw it in some fucking yeah. 60s movie. Let's see if I can find it real quick as far as, like, who was the originator. So, anyways, she kind of was uh, disinterested, I would say. <laughs> I mean, mildly amused by that first scene. And uh, I was amused just because, I, you know, it's like going singing along with the song because I remember almost all of that dialogue, you know, not 
line for line, but I remember it. So it was pleasant memories. And then they do the walking. It was good. And then they start with the 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 dude getting shot. And then and I Tim I Roth. was in Tim Roth. What's that? You got Tim it. Tim Roth is the guy. Uh, he's Mister. Who is he, Mister? Tim Roth is Mister Orange. Mr. Orange. Tim Roth and then Harvey Keitel. So the movie starts with them too, who's Mr. White. And uh, Tim Roth is shot and all that. And they have a long scene of him being shot. And mm-hmm. I I thought it was great because you're watching them act and like they're so good. And for me, it's like it was a long scene of him dying. I will grant, grant her that. Yeah, the whole, the whole movie is him dying. Yeah, but I mean that whole scene of him like trying to comfort him and in the car of him trying to like, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to be okay, you're going to be okay. And then when he's in the la- actually in the warehouse and he's like, "Hold hold me, Larry." and all of that shit. It is long. So she became disinterested, all right? But this is where I need the the thing. So, but I really thought that she was going to like this movie. And I was like, because I knew the ending of the movie and I know that there's a lot of twists and surprises in the movie. I got mad at her because she looked up the ending of the movie while we were watching it, and then she said oh, she didn't shit. like the movie. <clears throat> yeah, well, what are you going to do? It's a, it's a dated movie. It's also filled with a bunch of just old-school 90s fucking racism. and Oh, ton of racism. Shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's just Tarantino through and through. Like, you know what I mean? It's just so... It's a different time. I don't know what else to say because it's like are these, these classics no longer become classics. I don't know. Yeah. You know? But I, I, I don't know. Do you think I was justified at being a little angry? I, I, yeah. I mean, she wasn't along for the ride. I think she didn't really like, like, like honestly, these really strong like male characters that Tarantino's presenting. Uh-huh. I imagine a modern woman like, uh, like your wife will yeah. probably like, She's like, ah, I've seen, I don't, I'm not in the mood for this right now. <laughs> like, this is not my shit scene. A bunch of white people try to pull off a heist. You know what I mean? Like, but I was, I, I was upset because, like, I feel like you sometimes you have to give a little to the movie and then it pays you mm-hmm. out mad at the end because right. you get the fucking, uh, Mr. Orange is still alive and blows Mr. Blonde away. You get right. spoilers for everybody. And then you get, um, you find out that he's a cop. <laughs> you find out, and then they all shoot each other. So here's another question for you. I know you might know. Who the hell shot Eddie? Did did Mr. White shoot Eddie? So they're at a little Mexican standoff at the end, right? And I know... So Mr. White was pointed at Joe, and Joe was pointed at, at Mr. Orange, and Eddie was pointed at Mr. White. And then they all get shot. Who shot Eddie? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I we we I watched it like three times, and it's I couldn't find it. Like we kept on going back. It's like who shot him, yeah. and we didn't movie know. Magic man, movie magic. <laughs> it really was. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a. I I think maybe we will talk about it more when Katie comes back. But for mm. my take, is just good acting. I mean, Tim Roth, Harvey Keitel, um, uh, like Steve Buscemi, and what's the other dude's name? Which one? Um, Chris Penn? Mr. Blonde. Oh, Chris Penn was actually really good in this, too. Yeah. Mr. Blonde, what's his name? Harvey Cattell. No. Oh. Michael Mans- oh. Manson. Oh, yeah. Um, They all fucking killed it. Really. They did, dude. 
And it's like, you know, these are, I think I may have made a comment yesterday where the, this is not your typical gangster movie. Yeah. Like you showed these people having a heart, like the whole part, you hold me late. It's like, like it was, it was awkward here to, to have that scene go down. But this is when like, you know, Scorsese would have said cut right in, mm-hmm. in the world, in the world of this gangster world a long time ago before he's, you just see the the bad guy part and then yeah. being all cool and killing and or he would have just whole... been instantly dead <laughs> instead yeah. of having his lungs drown out like a death exactly and so it was just it was a weird kind of uh, it, it was basically something that nobody's ever seen before in gangster movies you know what i mean it's just not mm. seen these s- long dialogue scenes of gangsters talking yeah like trust me like when you see the godfather there is some really good fucking lines in there and scarface yes. but it's not the same it's not like it, it, it's basically we're gonna kill and we're on our way to kill or we're going to be killed and this was more like hey we just killed uh, what are you gonna do later you grab a beer like you know what i mean like it's basically all the shit that went that goes on you know um when yeah, that that people don't really. Um, show but it was kind movies. of like a a screen, like a stage play. So much of that, everything mm-hmm. in the warehouse, like. Well, this was this was. I mean, I I happened just because I'm a huge super fanatic of uh, Tarantino. I proved it to you last time. Yeah. Uh, we'll test it again. <laughs> um, Stay tuned. <laughs> round two. No, um, but I know the story behind this script. This was obviously Tarantino's first. This was his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. He he'd written scripts, obviously, um, and he basically the way that this kind of past ha- this is like a classic Hollywood shit. Like mm-hmm. he was, yeah, Tarantino was um, couch surfing on his friend's couch. Didn't have a place to stay. Working at the video store, he pumped this script out, and when he wrote it. He basically knew a friend who was taking an acting class that Harvey Keitel was teaching. Like, mm. this was it's very fucking long shot shit, dude. Essentially, he fuck Tarantino sends the script off and it gets into Harvey Keitel's hands. Mm. And Harvey Keitel champions Tarantino. Basically, without cartel, without Harvey Keitel, there is no Reservoir Dogs. There is no Tarantino, actually. I mean, it would be a different story. I'm sure he would have rose to fame in in some other way. But he saw the script, loved it. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of when all the magic started to happen with with this movie. Because people like even Samuel Jackson auditioned for the Reservoir Dogs. Um, oh, really? You know, yeah. He there's a, like a yeah. A lot of people came out for this. Um, Who is he trying to, to be? For it. I can't remember, but he said it in an interview once. But um, so I just was like, you know, it was just a trip, dude. Because it's like you see that kind of uh, that gumption and and to have a uh, basically a, an amazing story. You know, like I just to me this is like a home run. Like you're you're basically all the points of you're shooting it in basically one location, like 90% of the movies in one location. So you do it cheap and it's just a fucking, like a rendezvous fucking spot. It's such a genius idea to be honest, Mm -hmm. because all the, all the drama happens through the whole backtracking of the stories. Yeah. And that, and they don't just say, Hey, you did this and that happened. And there was a lot of that, but they actually showed you some of, 
the backstory and when but you they get never into show the, you the actual robbery. Right. Yeah. They don't show the actual robbery. And, and and in some ways that's a little bit more intense. How about even the like for the, the for example when um Michael Madsen's character, Mr. Blonde, he goes and he and there's a scene where he they get a police officer a hostage and they chop his ear off. Mm-hmm. And the moment when he chops his ear off, the camera just slightly turns away and for some reason that is more horrifying to me than actually seeing the shit. Cause it's just like you, your imagination. Yeah, that was great. Kind of, it, it was as brilliant. And those are those are the kind of moves that are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, as a movie goer, when you see that, because you can get gory with it, right, and get weird. And they did get a little, they did step into that, but they weren't completely. Yeah, because they do show you what the result of his ear being cut off. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> I, th- I, I see why. Uh, Harvey Keitel would want to be in that movie because it's like a great part for him. Because he's like a gangster, but with like a... A Heart of gold. (laughs) Not really, because he's like totally okay with killing cops. Yeah, well, cops are not real people. (laughs) I know, they straight up say that. I love that, right? Did you kill any real people? Like No, just cops. (laughs) Just a couple of cops. And then... No real people, right? I love it when they show him the cop in his his, uh, fucking... uh, What's it called? The fucking uh, trunk of his car. Trunk. They were yeah. like, they were excited. They're like, oh shit! <laughs> like, yeah, we got a cop. <laughs> and yeah, they took. No. So that was pretty awesome. So like, and like talking about by the being way, a professional by the way, thief that, and that shit. trunk scene. Mm-hmm. He, it's in, it's in Tarantino's first three, and maybe all of his movies, by the way, except for the period pieces. Yeah, the trunk scene. The, the trunk. He always does the trunk scene. I know they did it in um fucking Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, and they did it in Jackie Brown. Yeah, they did it in um, what's it called? Um, uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Where what's her name was in the trunk and she opens it. Um, so what was I gonna fucking say about this fucking movie? But uh, damn it! I don't so know. She, so you, so your your wife just left you on the couch. Watching but, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. She fucking. I think she actually, even though she knew what was gonna happen, she said she knew that he was going to be a cop. And she knew that um, Steve Buscemi was going to get away. And I think she knew that that they were going to die. I honestly think that she actually ended up liking the ending of the movie, despite knowing everything that was going to happen, because she said she didn't know how it was going to happen. She stuck it out. She stuck it out with you, right? She watched the whole thing. And I think she kind of liked the ending, but she had already decided that she didn't like it in the beginning. And I really believe if she watched it all the way through without all I think, of honestly, fucking I looking think up, didn't have such sh- a shit attitude towards her. Maybe she would have came around on her own. <laughs> well, I was like, "Baby, <laughs> let me show you this movie. You're gonna like it." And then she just totally disrespected it. Yeah, that just sucks. So, I think she should have a more of an open mind and say, "You know what? I mean, it wasn't for you, but maybe the next one will." We should have showed her cuties. <laughs> yeah, for real. I had to watch that one by myself. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> In case any fucking blood flow went down, yeah. the girl couldn't fucking get mad at you. Um, but Reservoir Dogs, I like it. so good, man. I, and I think we should take a break on Tarantino and do it like a light week this next week. I mean, I wanted to know what what Katie thought about this movie, so that's yeah, very so, disappointing. So we'll just wait till next week. Can um, I? Can I guess? I think she didn't like it. I think she did like it. Actually. Oh, she thinks she did like it. Oh, fine. I out. think she th- and I think she thinks that um, Michael Madsen is hot. 
Really? I don't know. I just made that up. I don't think she thinks that. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just under my my deepest uh, secrets. Deepest secrets. Um. Okay. So for next week, we gotta watch something. We got something. We got some good ones on DZ right now, bro. I, I got a good one. Katie actually mentioned it in the group chat. Okay. The um, Ratchet. Ratchet. Okay. Ratchet. The fucking One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest prequel about nursery. Let's do it. Yeah? Yep. That one looked good. Really good. I'm going to, I'm going to, I know I said this before, and I'm gonna, I don't know how long Ratchet is. Is it like a, is it an hour? It's a, or like a 45 or something like that. Okay. So this is a 30 minute show. Let's see. Okay. No, 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 no. The one I'm going to recommend. I'm gonna recommend. I know we. I said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. Woke. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what well, is I think this? Woke on Hulu. The fuck is it? Another one half of your hour, Hulu shows? Half hour movie. Shut up. Shut <laughs> you up. fucking. You work for Hulu. You get some money. <laughs> <laughs> they sponsor this show. Um, I think it's gonna be good, dude. Well, I right, think it's gonna. What's it about? I have not seen it. Um. I don't know. There's a. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Honestly, I just think it's gonna be good. I just, just like the title. You're going solely off that, uh, or what? I saw the. I saw the fucking trailer, and I. I don't know. So he got arrested, mm-hmm. and they go, "You got the wrong guy." And I was like, "Oh, cool. This is like, I don't know." So Keith is an African American cartoonist on the verge of mainstream success when he an unexpected event changes his life with a fresh outlook on the world. Keith must navigate the new voices and ideas that confront and challenge him. And the main dude is Lamorne Morris, who I recognize from something. Yeah. What was he in? He's in all the movies, bro. <laughs> he's in all the movies. He's in he from in that, New Girl. He, he, That's he what he's from. The New Girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh and then the dude from uh, fucking Workaholics, Blake Anderson, is also in it. I, and look, um, I don't know what your schedule is, Cheech, or like for your next week's workload with your pops. Yeah. But if we can, I would like to do one more, one more show that I think we're going to enjoy. It's called Super Liberal <laughs> on Hulu. Su- super Woke Book. <laughs> Fucking anyway, um, South Park. South Park. Okay. South Park is coming out with a special, a pandemic fucking special. It is so dope. I couldn't even watch it. I was I watched the trailer and I seriously got so giddy, and I was like, yes. How do I watch it? It's on Comedy Central. Comedy Central app. Right. Um, I don't know. Or actually, if you have the uh, HBO Max app, it's on HBO Max. Oh, uh, okay, cool. So, yeah. So the there's a pandemic special, and they're going to kill it. They're going to kill this. You think so? So fucking hard. And I just love South Park for this. And it might be a, a longer, um, might be an hour. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. But God damn it, dude. This is... Fucking great. I want to just play some of the audio from the trailer. Okay. Proud to announce a pandemic special. One night. You're going to try and make us go back to skew. You really want to go back to that slavery? Yo, get out of my house. You could be spreading germs. One hour. Welcome back to class. I'm your new teacher, Detective Harris. 2020 problems. Pandemic special. New Wednesday, September 30th at 8. You are a child. Well, uh, on Comedy Central. 
so like when you just see uh there's yeah, they I'm cut down. to a shot of everybody in class and like in tubes <laughs> and i'm like yes this is it they're gonna kill it dude i fucking love south park and i'm glad they're still doing shit like this and making fun of the world mm-hmm. because goddamn we fucking need it right now we need to <laughs> laugh at ourselves big time dude. <laughs> i hope they fucking nail it dude, i really do I hope come on there i'm you're in good hands matt stone trey parker they they're right right in the palm of their hands i'll, I'll eat lunch there any day yeah okay i'm yeah, down I, mean, I i yeah. i fucking i want it to be amazing i'm looking forward to it have was have, do you fuck with south park you're kind of like whatever's about I, I i'm i would say whatever's only because i just didn't watch a lot of it but everything i for the most part oh most God. of the shit i've seen is wow. is pretty funny first off i want to i also would like because the thing is they're known to release things that are timely so as things are happening mm-hmm. like for example when a caitlin jenner ran over those people or ran over <laughs> that kid or something every single time um like caitlin they put a they have a, a, an arc throughout the series where every time caitlin jenner shows up she shows up in a car and she hits somebody <laughs> every <laughs> single time and it's the fucking funniest shit dude they oh, just it's know. so good oh. So fucking good. I miss Katie already. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to throw it out there and just say that they're going to knock it out of the park. And this might even this might even spark a new um, South Park resurgence for you. You might want to explore some alternatives to Rick and Morty. This is going to be right on the verge because this is coming out September 30th. So that will be the day we record (laughs) I guess maybe we'll have to record on Thursday. I think I should be good next week, so I, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Because if that's the case, then we'll have some time to watch it. And I know it's really close, but it'll be worth it. And I want to speak. It'll be hot fresh, content. Fresh. Hot content. Dude, hot, hot. So woke will be pretty easy. I think we'll yeah. be like the half hour. Mm-hmm. The ratchet. I don't even know what that is. You is seen it, is one? F- f- one flew over the cuckoo's nest, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, so you remember the nurse in that movie, the mean one? Uh, it's been a while. Oh, okay, well, maybe we should watch both. <laughs> no, no, no. We watch both. It's a good movie. Uh, yeah, no, I'll probably watch. All right, extra credit, not mandatory. <laughs> you should watch I'll it. Watch it. It's good. Nest. It's real good. Yeah. Um, the mean nurse in that movie. They're giving her a series of her own about how she got there. But um, it's supposed to be good. It's Sarah Paulson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's a good fucking workload. We can do it. No, nah, we can. Woke will be easy. You can finish it tonight if you want. Yeah, you know, I'll put it tonight. while I sleep. <laughs> uh, just make sure to... <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> make sure to, to text me when you're done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we already took up too, many, too much time already. Right. Um so yeah, Ratchet, um, fucking Woke, and the South Park one-hour special. All that shit. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Later.